Hi, friends. Hello, hello. You're listening to I'm Sorry with the Podcast with Ashley Sleek. It's just like I showed up to your house, bottle of wine in hand with like 45 to an hour of juicy ass gossip to talk about. Like, who doesn't want to do that? Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry with the Podcast. I'm Ashley Sleek, and I am so aware that I am such a dick because I really hyped this up. I was like, I'm meeting the Otter's family. I'm going to tell you all about it on the next episode. And then what do I do? I don't get the damn episode out on time. I'm so sorry. Explanation coming later on in the podcast, because listen, I, you know, I'm going to be honest on here. I'd like to tell you about my mental health, but I realized that I think doing it in the very beginning of the podcast is a little jarring. I feel like we need to go compliment sandwich style and like maybe not trauma dump right here in the beginning and like we'll get to it later. Also, I'm not going to make you wait any longer to hear what you're dying to hear about, I would assume. I would be dying to hear about it. I was dying to have it happen. So um, let's let's just kick it off. Let's start about me meeting the Otters family. I'd like to start by explaining to you guys how I think both of my parents were trying to sabotage my um, experience here, okay? So I'll start with Trisha. We'll start number one with my mom. So I was thinking, okay, so we went back and forth with the Otter and he was, I was like, where are we going? Are we going to a restaurant? Are we going to your dad's? Like, what's happening? And of course he was like, I don't know. And then he was like, I don't know if I'm going to tell you right away. And I was like, no, 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 no. Like I, like I said last week, this changes the game. It's like if I'm going to someone's house, I'm going to want to bring something like that's just respectful to me. If we're at a restaurant, my outfit might be different. Like I need to know. And then he remembered that he is dating an anxious queen and was like, I will find out the details. So anyways, you're going to the dad's house. So I called my mom and I was like, you know, I, I really want to bring, you know, a nice bottle of wine, which we'll get to. And then, you know, some cookies, because listen, I was staying in Livermore for such a long time. I got there Thursday morning and I was leaving Saturday night and I just know. OK, I know my own mother. I cannot bake in her kitchen. I tried to do it when I lived there. It is not the vibe. So also her cookies are really good. So I was like, can you make make them for me. I She had just told me the other night that she made a ton of cookie dough and put it in the freezer. So I was like, can I get some of that? Anyways, so she makes the cookies for me. So sweet. But she puts her logo. If you haven't followed uh, Sleek Treats on Instagram, my mom has these little logo stickers. She posts pictures of her baking. It's super cute. So go give it a follow. But she posted like she added the little sticker Sleek Treats by Trisha to the box, leaving me no room to say that I baked the cookies, making me explain that I was not the baker in this scenario, which I got to be honest with you guys. I am. I'm not a good liar. I I'm good at keeping a secret. Like, give me a proposal and I can hide that. I'll take that to the gra- grave. But if I'm lying about like making cookies when I did it, like I can't keep it in. And I was going to say, you know, this, you know, my mom made these, whatever. I, I explained the whole story. I was like, my, I can't bake in my mom's kitchen, but her co- cookies are really good. They were a hit. If you've never experienced a Trisha cookie, chocolate chip cookie specifically, um, I'm so sorry. Hit me up. We'll have a cookie party. They're the best cookies I've ever had in my life. And, um, you know, and they were a hit. They were a hit. But the fact that she li- slapped her logo on there and there was no room for me to lie. I was like, all right. 
And then let's get to John, okay? And I don't know if he'll be mad at me for telling this story, so I'm sorry, Dad, in advance, but it's so funny. And you know, listen, everybody's up for grabs on the podcast. Okay, so I call my dad and I'm like, hey, no pressure, but... I need to bring a red wine that says I would like this girl to be my future daughter-in-law. Like no pressure, but like, you know, we we need it. I was like, I want it to be like a nice bottle, but obviously like I'm on a budget. Like what can we do? And so I was like, I might bring the Temper Neo from Marriott as well. I'm a member, whatever. And he was like, I got you. So he comes in with this bottle of wine and he says, he was like, if you Google this wine, this is like a hundred dollar wine. And I'm like, beautiful that he obviously got for free. And I was like, we love, I was like, I don't know if they're going to Google it. Let me back up. This is my assumption. Okay. I'm 31 years old. I grew up in Livermore. They grew up in Livermore. If you don't know much about Livermore, it's wine country. So I was like, I don't know if these are Livermore wine people or if they're just Livermore people because both can exist. But if they're Livermore wine people and I roll in with a bottle of Yellowtail, like, you know what I mean? I'm not trying to I'm not trying to not impress. OK, also, I'm older, you know, like it's the times of me bringing over a Stella, you know, it's just like it's not happening anymore. OK, and like I said, we were going for future daughter in law vibes. OK, so anyways, so I'm telling my dad this. So he brings out this bottle and I'm like, great. And I was like, this is awesome. So my sister comes over and she's like. I'm telling her the story and she's like, well, did you Google the bottle? And I go, no, I didn't. I just trusted dad. So she Googles the bottle of wine. It is a $12.50 bottle of wine, which you know what? My dad gave me his justification. I'm not going to like expose this here on the podcast. Um, that was the BevMo prices. OK, and he's he did say that like the like the grapes, this winery makes really good wine, like $100 bottles of wine. And this is the wine from like the leftover grapes so they can sell it at a cheaper price, basically, which makes sense to me. But I said, listen, I am rolling in with the Tempranillo. I, I can't take the risk. Also, I know this is so stupid and this is how unbelievably anxious I was. I was like, you know what, dad, the logo's a little loud. Like I'm not trying to come in too loud and trying to come in just a little classy, make a little bit, like a couple little jokes, you know, and, but like, you know, we're keeping it class. So I brought the Tempranillo for Marietta's. It was a hit. I feel like when you're from Livermore, it's just one of those things, okay? I have never been to another person's house in Livermore where they haven't had good wine. So like, and they had a framed photo of Wenty Vineyards on the wall, okay? What was I gonna do? What was I gonna do? So anyways, okay, overall, it went amazing. I think my outfit was correct, but the way I pissed off somebody in the universe, okay? Cause I got this little brown dress. I was nervous. I was wearing it with my brown boots and I was like, is it giving cowgirl? For those of you who don't know, there are two high schools in Livermore. One of them is Granada and one of them is Livermore High, home of the cowboys. They all went to Granada. I went to Livermore. Am I going to roll in a little too cowgirly? Are they going to be like, is she one of those 4-H Livermore people? I'm like, no, no offense to the 4-H Livermore people, but I want to be like one of the classy Livermore wine people. You know what I mean? That's what I was trying to portray. So anyways, I was nervous about that, but I will say, um, you know, Kim's fiance, Alex, I group chatted my outfit and he said he liked the boots. So I think it was worth it. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, so... Um, of why I feel like the universe hates me is I got the most gigantor like size of my eyeball zit on my chest and it wasn't like a low cut dress it was just like a v-neck 
And I was like, Jesus Christ. And I told the otter, I was like, I don't have another outfit. Like, this is it for me, you know? And um, he's like, it's okay. No one's going to notice. I'm like, okay, whatever. So I went in my dress. I went in my boots with a little sweater. I think it was a hit. I think it was a good, I think it was a good look. You guys, I, (laughs) I think I almost got too comfortable. Honestly, I felt so welcomed and comfortable in this house. It went so well. Like, you know, I was so nervous. You just, you know, sometimes you get a little trauma in you. It was, it was a mixture of things. It's obviously like my, you know, my ex's parents hated me. And I said from then on out, I will never date another person whose parents hate me like that. It was so painful, you know? So I had all that, that kind of trauma, but then also like, you know, actually his dad was talking about something and he said this, like, if you're not nervous, it's like not important to you, you know? And I think that I obviously like the otter so much and our relationship is so important to me and family is so important to him that I was like, I just want to like be a good representation and fit in. And I, I think I did. You know, I mean, it was like there were a lot of people there. So, you know, I, I thought it was really fun. I instantly like felt comfortable. Like it was just a really nice feeling. And then I have to tell you guys, his godmother showed up, his godparent showed up, but specifically his godmother gave me a hug. I think I nestled a little bit, to be honest. This is one of the most comfortable, like loving hugs I've ever received. And I was like nestled in and I I was like, oh my God, you're nestling in this woman that you don't know. Get out of there. But it was just so comfy, you know? And I think everybody was very excited to meet me because it sounds like it's been a a while since the otters brought somebody home. So I didn't, I, you know, I was like, here I am. Like, <laughs> Hopefully I live up to the expectations. But honestly, like everybody was just like so wonderful. And I'm not really surprised, obviously, because the otter's so great. And, you know, we came from somewhere, but I just, you know, I couldn't believe, I think I ended up getting like too comfortable. Like I was saying, like at one point I was talking to his sister, she was leaving and I was like, we should go wine tasting soon. I'm like, girl, slow down. Like, I was like, oh my God, am I too needy? But I just did think it would be fun. You know, I was like, I mean, listen, I'm a Livermore girl. You have a Marietta's member. Like, let's do it, you know? And surprisingly, you know how I'm always like doing something awkward and uncomfortable and like, you know, there's always a story to tell. I have to be honest with you. Like, I don't think besides the nestling, like, I don't think I made any weird comment. The weirdest thing I think I did was, was, you know, try to be thirsty to hang out with everybody again. I did, a couple of the family members did invite me to Christmas and the otter was like, oh boy. And I was like, I'm just saying, I I scored myself the invite and I kept telling him I'll come without him. I was like, I'll just come if he doesn't want me to come, it's fine. <laughs> and like, just joking, you know? But I, overall, I feel like I was on my pretty good behavior. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I, uh, I will say this though. At one point I went to the bathroom and you guys, it's time for me to be done with, elf or elf or whatever you call it eyeliner like i've been playing this game for so long it's always halfway down my damn face i get there it looked like i had raccoon eyes and i was like oh my god girl like you're so embarrassing so it's time for me to like step up and actually spend a little money on eyeliner if i'm gonna be wearing it because uh i don't know um (laughs) anyways i you know you know it just genuinely went well and i am so excited uh, to hopefully like continue to hang out with them. It was a really, really good time. The cookies were a hit. The wine was a hit. 
The food was really good. Um, I didn't get sick, which was a miracle in itself. And overall, I know we're used to Ashley like really embarrassing herself in front of everybody and having quite the story to tell. And, you know, I'm 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 grateful and surprised to say that, you know, I I did not make a fool of myself. It went really well. And hopefully I get to keep coming over because, like I said, it was really it was really comfortable. It was such an interesting feeling like honestly at some point I forgot it was my first time being there and I think that has a lot to do with the kind of people they are like they were just so sweet and welcoming and I was like I want to be in this family <laughs> so we'll see fingers crossed uh the rest of the weekend it was funny it's like eventful and it's like also not you know uh Tuesday, I cooked the steak dinner for the otter and uh, it was very stressful. Um, I'm happy I did it. That's not to complain, but it's just like steak is a tricky little bitch. Also, why is a piece of steak so expensive? I was like, what? I'm sorry, what? Like, uh, I don't know. Like when I cooked it, I was like, this is what like $15 of meat just got me. I think it was probably more, but like whatever. And so at one point, like I took it off. I followed the instructions very closely. I took it off like 10 degrees before it was supposed to be done. I even bought a damn meat thermometer. Like I was taking this shit for reals. So I take it off and I let it sit for the 10 minutes and I put my thermometer in and it was still like not the right temperature. And then so I cut into it and it was so red. So then I put it back on like I cooked it again and then I took it off and then I cut into it. And this is finally when I was like, OK, now I was trying to do it all sweet. Where like the first time he saw the food, it was all nicely, you know, plated for him. And I was like, I can't. I just truly I need you to check this out. So he came over, he took a look at it. He said it looked good. I was like, thank God, bless up. And uh, then my mashed potatoes were good. I cooked some peas. It was it was a good time, you know. And uh, then I had the triple berry pie. You guys, I might be a pie genius. I'm just saying that like I've heard from many people that pies are really hard to make. And maybe everybody was just saying that to me because I fucked up my very first peach pie. But I'm telling you right now, I think I'm a pie master and my berry pie was so good. And I was like, listen, should I be a pie queen? I'm I'm unsure, but it was really good. It was really fun. So that was Tuesday. And then Wednesday I packed up and brought God, I feel like every fucking thing I own in the whole world over to the otters and um, hung out with them, did magic night. The drama was really high. OK, this was like one of the most dramatic uh, magic nights that I have been to, like the the nerds were fighting. The nerds are fighting. And it was really funny, not funny, but it was kind of to see that like the there was these two guys sitting diagonal from each other. And there was another guy who brought his girlfriend and the otter was like, oh, we're starting a trend. I was like, I love this for us. And honestly, I was going to ask her if she wanted to like go grab a drink or something, but I could not tell how old she was. And also she didn't really look up from her phone. So I was like, I don't think she wants to be here. Like, I don't think this was a choice. I think she is like, maybe they're sharing a car or something. So I didn't approach, but you know, it's okay. She wasn't like me who's annoying and like sits down at the table and she's like, hi, oh my gosh, hi everybody. So what commander are we playing today? You know, like it's, it's a lot. And so anyways, these two guys were like, you know, it, it's, it's a passive aggressive 
tone that they use. It's so funny. Well, he's like, well, I killed you like this kills your goblin. He's like, I mean, I guess. And he's like, no, it does because of this. He's like, I mean, I guess I'll just let it slide. But and I'm like, oh, my God, what are the rules? Three times during this game, they brought out the phone and Googled the rules. I've never even seen that happen in my time at Magic. And then I thought it was really funny because I felt like they were both trying to get the otter on their side, you know? And it was like, and he was like so oblivious to this. And I was like, oh my God, you are the most popular kid at this table. And they are trying to like win you over and you're oblivious. And I'm like living for it, you know? But the tensions got a little high. So I had to go get myself some ice cream. Ugh. Curbside creamery in Oakland, nothing like it. So anyways, um, bopped over there, came back, and then we, you know, went to sleep. I woke up Thanksgiving. Uh, unfortunately, he had to work on Thanksgiving. So I drove to Livermore with my cocktail. Well, actually, not really. Thankfully, my dad picked up my cocktail for me. Um, the most important thing. I also saw a TikTok that was talking about how the person, how the most important person at Thanksgiving is the person who makes the charcuterie board. And I was like, bless up. So um, I made my charcuterie. It was I thought it was delish. Um, the cocktail was a real hit. You know, I've been editing the recipe over the years and I think it just keeps getting better. So it was a hit. It was really good. So good to see the fam. Always a fun time. My niece is like full blown running around, which is so fun, fun and stressful. These these kids are so fast. Like, why is there not like a track running for babies? Like they're they are speedy. I was like, even at my most fast, I think Madison could beat me. Um, but she was so cute. It was so fun to see. Just so nice to be around family. And then listen, I'm <laughs> I'm going to tell this story, even though once again, I think I could get in trouble for it. But listen, you guys, I owe you. OK, I was a day late on the pod. Not even I'm like a couple hours late on the podcast. You deserve a good story. So here's what happened. OK, so I'm talking to my mom and I was like, oh, I'm just really excited to watch the Niner game with with dad. And let me break down the dynamics of the family couch, okay? The family couch is a three, maybe four seater. There are two seats with the recline that like look directly at the TV. And then there's one on the side with a recline, which is fine. And then there's like a little bit of a corner spot that doesn't really have a recline, okay? So basically there are two good seats in the house for watching TV, okay? And so my mom tells me that like my sister and my brother-in-law are staying for the game. And I said, that's fine, but I will be sitting in one of the two seats. Like, I will do whatever it takes, okay? But I did notice all day my brother-in-law was sitting in the, in the good seat. Obviously, my dad's going to get one of the good seats. But, you know, my brother-in-law planted himself right there in the good seat. So I had to strategize. I was like, I got to get this seat. So honestly, I brought in a little help. I told my cousin, I said, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to say bye to you now. Then I'm going to wait for Matt to get up to say bye to you. And then I'm going to take the seat and I'm not going to get up again. And she was like, that's OK. And I was like, I'm doing it. I am I need to be diabolical right now. I need to get my seat. Listen, I've been very excited. There's not a lot of football games I get to watch with my dad. And I understand that Matt's excited about that, too. But, you know, I really was like Thanksgiving game. I got my Brock Purdy shirt. I was super excited. So my plan went perfectly. And I am here to tell you that I got the good seat to watch the game. And um, for me, the game was awful fantasy wise. But for as a Niner fan, it was great. They won. Fabulous. We'll talk more about sports in a hot minute. But uh, yeah, basically, 
<laughs> I am a bitch is what I'm getting at. But it's just the truth. It's just the truth. I can own it about myself. Everyone's got their bitchy moments. And I was like, I'm getting this damn seat. So I am maniacal, diabolical, whatever. And I stand by it. Uh, OK, so besides that, um, let's see what else happened. A lot of my plans kind of like fell through, which um, was a bummer, you know, but it's OK. I still got to see a lot of my friends. I got to see, um, you know, Bessie Jasmine. She was home. So, I, you know, she's not home a lot. So I want to spend as much time with her as possible. So went over, saw her parents for the first time in a long time. They're like, where do you live? And I was like, oh, I live in Campbell now. And here's the thing about Jasmine's stepdad. I just feel like he reads me like a damn book sometimes because he goes, so what What brought you to uh, Campbell? And I was like, well, Pete, he's I was like, it's a it's a little bit of a story. He's like, did you move for a boy? And I was like, OK, <laughs> yes. But <laughs> I was like, yes, but I love it. Um, and it was just really funny. It was so great to see that her and the family. I used to go to Jasmine's like Thanksgiving all the time. So and I, I loved it because there was always Filipino food. And I just I was like for adobo and lumpia uh, and the fam vibes. It was so good. I was so happy to see them. And then um, we went for my Saturday plans got canceled. So then I went for a little walk with Jasmine and um, then I took her to the Sunshine Tavern, Sunshine Saloon in uh in Pleasanton which is a big place it's one of the favorite spots Kim and Alex introduced me to it I think they have the best breakfast burrito it's just a good time you get a free drink with your meal like that's just the vibe you know so we went there it was super fun and then um I came home hung out with my dad and uh the and my mom and my mom had me go through all my boxes again I swear to god like once every six months my mom's like sick of my shit, you know, which is fair. And then they bring out all my boxes that I have there. And I always think I leave with like two boxes, but they just keep multiplying. And that's on being a baby hoarder. So anyways, I went through all my boxes, cleaned things up. And then I went and had dinner with my friends, Emily and Alistair, who just moved to Livermore. They're like literally down the street from my parents. I was so happy. I was like, this is so exciting. Now when I'm home, like I get to see you guys all the time. Like I could literally walk to your place. It was thrilling. And um, then so Saturday night, Saturday was the otter's birthday and he had to work, which is so annoying for him, like ugh, drives me nuts. So I was like, well, I'll come up, you know, Saturday night and I'll, I'll go to the restaurant. I'll just sit there and then I'll stay with you and then we can go to your families together the next morning. And, you know, some of you are looking at a map and you're like, so you were in Livermore all weekend and then you went to Oakland to come back to Livermore. And I hear you. And to most of you, it doesn't make sense. I don't feel the need to justify myself, but I will. Uh, here's the deal. I really birthdays are so important to me. And the idea that the otter had to spend it at work all day made me sad and I wanted to be with him on his birthday. And so that was part one of my justification. And part two is that I have been dating the otter for a long time. OK, and here's the deal. He has a lot of good qualities. He's just not always on time. A little fun thing about Ashley. She is always on time, if not early, there are I can't say always there are a couple times that I'm late, but but if I'm late, I'm stressed, you know, um, so I kept picturing in my mind a showing up separately and me being like, you know, <laughs> like just 
sitting outside the house and then someone walking up and just seeing me in the car. Like it was too stressful. I was like, we're going together. And it was a really, it ended up being a really good time. I'm so glad I did that. I have a little stuff to talk about in the I'm sorry what moment about it. But overall, it was, it was a really, it was just such a really good weekend, you guys. Like I, I'm, I'm so happy I got to meet the Otters family. My, if, for those of you who are wondering, of course, my family will be next. I don't know when. Our schedules are weird. I'm starting a new job on Friday. I truly don't know what to expect. It sounds like it's going to be, you know, big, long days, which is totally fine. So uh, anyways, let me just say this. OK, so I have just a little response to something I said last week. Uh, last week, I was talking about the woman soccer player who got a red card for doing a handball in the box and was like ejected from the game. Well, my dad so politely reminded me that I, in fact, did that. He was like, you know, because I was saying how shocked I was by this rule and I didn't know it existed. And he was like, well, you did that. Like, I don't know how you, you know, forgot. And I was saying oh, concussions, but uh, I have zero memory of this. But apparently I was playing defense, which I hated. Like at some point, my soccer coaches were like, you should play defense. And that was when I was in high school. But when I played, you know, during the summer and stuff and before I always played offense and then I started playing midfield. And so during my summers, I play center mid and then in high school, I would play defense. And I uh, apparently I was running through the box and the ball hit me in the hand it was like a complete accident and I got a red card and I got kicked out of the entire game. And like, this was like, I think he said early on in the game and like, I totally got kicked out and I was like, oh my gosh, was I so mad? And he's like, I think you were just like really shocked. And even apparently the coach you we were playing was a coach that I used to have. And she said that she didn't think I should got, should have gotten the red card. Like it was this big you know, it was a clear accident. It's not like I spiked the ball down volleyball style. But yeah, apparently I, I broke that rule. So then I was like, I asked Jasmine. Jasmine and I played soccer together, you know, for years. And I was like, do you remember this? And she was like, oh, yeah, I remember it. And I was like, oh, my God, like, how did I react? And she's like, I think you were just surprised. But then, yeah, you're pretty mad. And then I just had to sit on the bench the whole time, which a little thing about playing soccer in high school is it's a winter sport and it was so freaking cold. So I'm sure I just blocked out this memory. But my dad was like, yeah, you literally broke that rule. Like and I have I had no memory of this whatsoever. I feel like my only memory really of playing high school soccer was tryouts when I had to run a mile for the first time and I thought I was going to die. And then when I chipped a girl's tooth, I feel like those are the only memories I have to the point where I told my dad, I was like, I feel like we were pretty good freshman year. Like I played on, I wasn't that good. I want to like make sure we were all on the same page here. Like I didn't never played varsity soccer. Okay. I played JV my sophomore and junior year. And then I played the freshman team my freshman year. You know what I mean? And I was like, I feel like we were kind of good. And he let out a little chuckle and he was like, no. <laughs> Got humbled real fast. I was like, oh, I kind of think we were good, right? And he was like, no, we were not. So anyways, I, as a, as a uh, rebuttal, to last week, I most definitely uh, got myself a, a red card and um, what a journey. Also, I wrote this note down and I just felt like it's something really quick I want to talk about. I feel like um, handmade or homemade jam is like really underrated. I've been having brunch a lot um, recently, like 
Okay, I had it twice this week, basically. I had it at, you know, the shine. And then um, the otter and I on Monday morning got to have breakfast in bed and I ordered toast. And by the way, they just sent me bread. Wasn't even toasted, but whatever. And I was like having the jam both times. And I was like, you know, when you go to those brunch places and they like hand make the jam and it's in like this little jar, you know, on the table. It's like, that's really, that's really unmatched. And I don't think we talk about it enough, but you know. So I also made this pretty big decision um, to limit my social media uses. So I don't know if you know this, but you can set time limits on your apps. So I currently have a time limit on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. And listen, I love social media. I am a social media marketer. I believe in it. I believe in influencer marketing. And the thing is, is that I think I was just getting a little too wrapped up in it. I do notice that as somebody who, you know, advocates so much for TikTok and I do love it. I just feel like sometimes when I catch myself scrolling too much, it does not help my mental health. So anyways, I put a timer on these apps. It's only been one day. We'll see how long I last. And um, so what I have allowed myself is Pinterest. So I was spending some time on Pinterest yesterday and they too have sponsored ads. And do you know what all of my sponsored ads were for? Beef sticks. And not just like one certain brand of beef stick. I got multiple ads for different kinds of beef sticks. I've never searched for a beef stick online ever. And like, you know, I know this is episode 169. I'm not trying to be dirty here. I'm just saying that like we're, we're talking like a beef jerky stick. I, I have bought the turkey one from Trader Joe's a couple times. I don't know how they would know that, but literally I was scrolling and all I was seeing was beef sticks. And I was like, how is this happening to me? But also I will say that spending a lot of time on Pinterest does not help my full desire to be a bride. I was like, oh yeah, I gotta like get this algorithm to be a little different. But I, by different, I don't mean beef sticks. I just mean like, you know, recipes and stuff, which it kind of is. It's, it's a lot of wedding stuff. It's a lot of recipes and beef sticks. So we'll see, we'll see how it goes. I also downloaded this bubble game. I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm trying. This is me trying. Okay. I, I don't know. It's, it's pretty interesting and we'll, we'll see. We'll see how, how this, uh, this pans out. My new crusade to, you know, spend less time on social media. Hi friends. I am so excited to share that I joined the Azazi ambassador program. This makes the most sense. I know I talk about it all the time. I have been a bridesmaid going on 13 times. So I've had a lot of experience shopping for bridesmaids dresses. And my favorite experience was with Azazi. Like I just had three dresses that I liked the style of sent to my home. I tried them on. I chatted with the bride and like we picked the dress and I'm telling you right now, I will wear these dresses again. They were so cute. I cannot recommend this more. It's so simple and easy to use, especially if you have bridesmaids like literally all over the place. This is it. But also they have really cute guest dresses. Like don't sleep on the guest dress. So amazing. You can shop the link in my bio on Instagram and on TikTok at Ashley Sleek and you get $2 off your first dress. You guys, please check this out. I'm telling you brides, grooms, if you are shopping for dresses, like this is so helpful. I cannot recommend it more. Check it out. Link in my bio at Ashley Sleek. That's Ashley with two E's. Of course, happy shopping. 
Okay, so I touched a little bit on sports, but let me just tell you, I lost fantasy again by like 10 points and I was looking back on it and it's actually pretty rare that I get like my butt kicked. I feel like I just feel like I'm getting my ash kicked, as I say, the ash kickers, ash kicked uh, season I'm having. But honestly, I just keep losing by like 20 like 10, maybe like I think the most like 30 points. So I'm doing like, okay, but here's the deal. I would like to justify one of my picks, which is Brock Purdy, because in my league, um, originally when I was like drafting, I think Brock was probably like the 20th quarterback or something. He was like way down the list. No one was looking for him. He's currently number five. So, you know, there's that. He doesn't give me the most points, but I think that that might just be a quarterback thing. Maybe I'm just like seeing something wrong. But anyways, I played Brock Purdy. He didn't give me very many points because he's running the ball. And of course, he's running the ball to Christian McCaffrey. So Ayuk didn't get very many points until he got a uh, a quarterback. He got a touchdown there at the very end. It was very exciting for me. But here's the problem. I also had Metcalf on the Seahawks. And you see, he decided to run his mouth and say that he thought, you know, the 49ers defense wasn't that good. So then they shut him down at every single turn. And listen, as a Niner fan, I was like, this is cool. But as a person who was trying to win their fantasy league, I was like, this is awful. Keep your mouth shut. Like, ugh. So basically the only person who did really, really good for me was my 49ers defense, which was, which was nice. Uh, and I didn't watch too much of the Chiefs game because I was at um, the Otter's house. We watched like, I think the end of it. And you know, Travis Kelsey's just having a hard time. Okay. And I don't think it has anything to do with Taylor Swift. I think it has everything to do with the fact that he's good. So people are like, you know, they're triple teaming him. They're double teaming him, whatever. And in my world, it's just not Travis Kelsey's fault. And I justify my first round pick. Okay. So, but he did, he did all right. And then I was watching the Eagles game and uh, you know, it was tough because everybody in the room really wanted the Eagles to lose as Niner fans. But as someone who's also trying to win their pick'em league, I was like, I picked the Eagles. I went down in pick'em four slots this week. And you know what? I, in the beginning, I got myself to number one by just picking off my vibes. And then I was at the top and I started to get nervous. So that's when I brought in the otter and I brought in my dad. And I'm not trying to be mean, but I think I'm done. I think I'm just going to pick on my own again. Because here's the deal. It's that when I I wanted to pick the Bears over the Vikings and everybody was like, that is so dumb. And I was like, I get it. But something, something's telling me to pick the Bears. Nobody picked the Bears and they won. You know what? So I could have been the only person. And the thing is, is that now I feel mad at everybody who doesn't just let me do what I want to do. And I feel like that's kind of toxic. So I think I might need to pick on my own so I don't hate everybody. Because I was like, I'm angry. I went down four spots. I've been winning this whole time. Like, <sighs> crazy, crazy. So anyways, um, in, of course, celebrity Taylor Swift football news. I do have to say, I know it's hard because sometimes I'm so late to the game because like if a news story breaks on like a Tuesday from the week before, then I have to wait a whole week to talk about it, which it's like, maybe I should just do a podcast every day. You know what I mean? I do miss that about being in morning radio. You know what I mean? But I do want to talk about this because I, I save the quotes again because it's important. But people try to throw shade at Kylie Kelsey. I could kill him. Leave her alone. So basically, Kylie um, did a TikTok like having to explain herself because there was a headline that said basically 
that being in the spotlight and this Taylor stuff was not her cup of tea. And I had actually seen the video that they were referring to before I read the article. And I was like, did she do another interview? Because that's definitely not what she said. And so she gets to TikTok. She takes a screenshot of the article. She, she, you know, she does a little screen share and she's like, okay, F you basically. She says, go watch the video. I said that it's not my cup of tea to have attention on me. I didn't say that. That seems like you're reaching. And then she said, these tabloids, I'm going to tell you what we truly believe in the bottom of our hearts in Philadelphia. Fuck around and find out. I was like, oh my God. And in, in this like video, by the way, that they are like trying to refer to what she says was that she was like a communications major and she doesn't like the spotlight on herself. She prefers to be behind the camera. And I don't know how they took that and was like, yep, she hates Taylor. She hates being the limelight because they were talking about her, you know, um, being famous. And I don't think the thing about Kylie Kelsey is that like Taylor and her like that's not really the fame that's going on right now. I think that people really loved Kylie Kelsey from the documentary Kelsey that was about her husband, you know, that came out a while ago. So I just think that people are stretching and it's so annoying. It's like, let these two people live, like just let them live, you know? Also, um, Taylor Swift announced that she's bringing her, um, Eras tour to streaming. And I told the otter, I was like, I don't give a shit what platform she is on. I will pay for it. If she starts her own platform, I will buy it. If she gets to Netflix, I will pay for it. Like, I don't care what it is. I will throw her all my money. And he's like, I don't think she needs your money. And I said, I don't really care. Like, I don't We support our girl. Also the way I just can't wait to have the Eras on in my house, like at all times, you know, like I feel like if you're cooking, Eras tours in the background, I'm cleaning, Eras tours in the background, doing a little journaling, Eras tour in the background. The way I not only think, but I know that my life is going to improve so much by being able to stream the Eras tour, unbelievable, big fan. Okay, so in little Ashley's advice corner, I wanted to talk to you a little bit. Uh, you know, I said I'm going to compliment sandwich my mental health problems. And honestly, she has been drinking a big cup of depresso espresso. Okay. It has been, it's been nothing but sadness. Okay. I, I am saying I'm having a lot of fun, you know, like I love that I have good friends. I obviously am very happy with the otter. He has been so amazing. It's like, it's not, I mean, it's how I should be treated, of course, but it's just like, amazing the way he treats me through all of this like it was the support and has been the support that I think I always wanted and just didn't think that was possible and um it's yeah he's been the the best partner I could have because honestly I don't think there's a day that's gone by and I and I'm really not being dramatic about this I'm being serious I don't think there's a day that's gone by in probably the last like month that I have not cried like I think it's just this you know, uh, nonstop tear flows. It's not like I'm crying all day, but at some point there are tears. And I try really hard, um, especially it was hard because it was like the Otter's birthday week. And I was like, God, I don't want to be like the depresso bringing it down. But also like, I can't, I can't help it. Like, I can't help it. Like, sometimes I just cry, you know? And so I've been really like kind of thinking and reflecting on this. And I think what it comes down to is I think I'm angry, and I've had this before where I was like, I'm sad, I'm just depressed, whatever. And then, you know, I go to therapy and we talk about it and I'm like, I'm 
pissed, you know? And I was reading the book, um, glowing in the fucking dark. And she had this realization with her therapist too, that she was like, you know, I'm just sad. I'm anxious. And her therapist is like, I think you're pissed. And I know I'm mad, but I feel like in this society and in the way we are raised, it's like, you're not supposed to be angry. You're supposed to be grateful. You know, you're not supposed to be mad. You know, you're supposed to be glad. Like it's especially as a woman, you know, so I guess I just wanted to take a little small time in Ashley's advice to just give you the permission that I have been given to be mad. Like I'm pissed that I lost my job twice. And at the same time, I can be grateful for the experience. I can be ready to like, you know, take that and run and 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 know that everything happens for a Riesling and, and know that it's going to be OK. But I can still be pissed off about it. I'm pissed that I have to figure out my health care again. I'm very mad about that. I'm mad that like I that every doctor tells me something different. Like it's annoying. Like you all have the same degrees. Like, why do I have 12 different illnesses now? Like, I don't get it. Like, I, I'm annoyed that I have to take time out of my day to do it. You know, I'm, I'm pissed that I loved my job so much. My, my second job, I loved it. And and now I have to go look again that I, w- I was only four months in. I have to go look again. And that's not to say I'm mad at anybody who let me go. I'm just mad at the situation in general. Like it sucks, you know? And I think I just really didn't want to feel that. I wanted to be like, I'm grateful and everything's perfect. And it's like, I am grateful, but I'm also pissed off. And like, I'm pissed off about little things. I'm mad that I have this apartment that I really like, but it doesn't have a damn dishwasher. That's annoying. Like, you know, I think I just got a lot of rage. I'm mad that a lot of things that I thought were going to work out just didn't. And I'm mad that, you know, I can't manifest the same life that I could. I'm mad that I, you know, have to budget. Like, I just want to spend money and I can't. And, you know, I, I just, I'm just angry. And that has formed into me having a lot of, like, stress tears, you know. And the the most annoying part about all of it is that I'm the only one who can get myself out of it. And that pisses me off even more. I'm like, oh, I have this amazing support system. You know, like I said, the otter's been so great. I'm like, why can't he just fix me? (laughs) I'm like, but I have to fix me. Like everything that he's saying has been so helpful and amazing. But like at the end of the day, it's me. Like I know the tools that I have to do to get myself out of it. And it's not going to be overnight. I think the other thing that I was so mad about, it's like, God, I've done so much work on myself and now I'm sad again. Why? Like, that's so annoying. And in reality, it's like because we're always a work of progress. And just because we feel like we're a good version of ourselves doesn't mean that shit's not going to happen and we're not going to be upset about it, you know, which is annoying, you know. Um, So for me, I feel I felt like a little weight off my shoulders when I realized that it's not that I am this horribly miserable person. It's that I'm just a little PO'd right now about the way that things are playing out. And, you know, I now get to embrace that, feel it. And I'm not saying that tomorrow's going to be the day that I stop crying, you know, but, you know, I, it, it does make it feel better that I know what's going on. And I do feel a little bit of power in being able to to take that back. So that is just kind of um, how I'm feeling right now. And let's speaking of being pissed off. Let's get into the fucking I'm sorry what moment of the week because I'm this is one of those ones that I'm actually kind of surprised I haven't done before. And this is for my restaurant 
girlies, okay? And boys and theys and thems and anybody who has either worked in a restaurant or now dating someone in a restaurant. Okay, so I went to the Otters restaurant on on Saturday night and it was a good time. Like I was thrilled. I walked in, this lady had a bedazzled cane. I was like, I'm in the right place, you know? I was sitting at the bar with my book. Such a main character moment, by the way. She's so dramatic. I'm sitting there at the bar with my book and my glass of Sauvignon Blanc. And then the otter brought me um, chicken tenders. And I was like, I am just living my best, okay? And it was a really good day. I loved it, you know, and everything. But then, you know, I'm looking at the time and there was basically a big party that happened and then they moved into the lobby. And I'm like looking at my watch and I'm like, OK, they close at 11. It's like 1050 and I'm not seeing anybody getting up, closing their tabs, doing anything. And I'm like, oh, shit, like we are we're in for it. I think that the last person rolled out of there and I might be dramatic and maybe remembering wrong, but I swear the last person rolled out at like 1140 and they had to like turn off the lights. And then a lady came up to me because I, I told the otter, I'm like, is it me? Like, do people think it's OK to still be here because I'm here? Like, should I get up and leave? You know, and he was like, oh, well, we'll resort to that last. I'll start, you know, kind of cleaning things up. And, you know, and I'm like, even at a party, like a social party, I feel like. If you see the hostess cleaning things up, that is the cue to leave the way that nobody was leaving. And I just can't fathom the unbelievable selfishness that comes from you staying at a restaurant after they have closed, including the people who come like right at closing time. Like I worked in restaurants. I worked at the yogurt shop. I worked at Chipotle and there were always lingers. I'm like, I cannot stand you little lingering lingers. You drive me nuts. Everybody here has a life. Go sit in your car and chat the way like, listen, I get it because sometimes you're hanging out with your friends and you haven't hung out in a while and you're really excited. You want to keep the party going. The amount of conversations that I've had sitting in my car, those are some good. That's some good gossip because also you're in clothes, you're in your car, you're by yourself, you know, so anyways, I'm sitting at the bar. A lady comes up to me and she's like, oh, you're just reading your book. Like we're over here talking and you're just reading your book. And I'm like, I mean, did you want me to join the fuck in? Like what? And then she was like, so are you waiting for someone or like, you know, basically like, what are you doing here? And I'm like, what are you doing here, bitch? I was like, I'm one person. You've got your whole fucking group here. And I was just like, oh, you know, I'm just like, yeah, I'm waiting for somebody and whatever. And she was like, oh, yeah, I guess we should leave. You know, I don't know. And I'm like, yeah, bitch. Like the way I wanted to be like, yeah, I'm having to wait here at this bar because you won't leave. So I don't get to go home yet. Like, hello. I, I just I don't understand people. There are so like full themselves and they think like they're the most important person in the world and they don't care. I remember my second date with the otter. We went to Water Tower Kitchen, of course, shout out. And I remember that I saw them starting to close down and I checked my watch and I was like, oh my God, we, we got to get out of here. Like they're closing. And he was like, you know, there's a, a few minutes like grace period, you know, so like you don't feel like you have to run out like they're going to be fine. I was like, no. And I was so anxious. I was like, I don't want to be one of those people who causes somebody else to have to like wait longer. They've worked a whole day and now they can't close because I'm sitting here enjoying my time. Like, no, that's rude. We can go somewhere else. There's bars that are open later. Like we're getting out of here. Like I, 
I honestly, I just will never understand it and the audacity. And I will say one of the funny things that did happen, I forgot to share was that like, so I was reading my book and there's a bunch of people there. So originally I was sitting in the lounge, but then like all these people showed up and they want to sit together. So I moved back to the bar and this, there was a piano player and this woman was like, Hey, my mom thinks you're hot, basically. Like, you know, and he was like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm married and whatever. And I like giggled a little bit. And this guy was standing next to me and he was a part of the party. And he was like, I knew you weren't just reading your book over there. I knew you were listening. And I was like, well, that was funny. You know, she shot her shot. And like, it was really awkward. And I, you know, I live for those kinds of moments, you know, and it was fun. Like, I thought, you know, they're a group of people. That's, that's fine. But I don't know. I just, I just don't, I don't get it. Like, I'm sorry, what? You can't get your head out of your ass enough to realize that there are other people who are working here and like maybe they want to go home and spend time with their family and friends like I have just never been able to understand this concept you know especially like especially adults especially adults because I'm sure when I was a teenager I was a little dick who would like stay you know too late somewhere because I didn't know you know what I mean like I'm sure I've made those mistakes when I was younger but when you are a full-blown adult it is your responsibility to not be an asshole so leave when it's closing time hello it's really not that hard (laughs) okay you guys I wanted to share one more quick announcement that probably won't come as a surprise to anybody but I have obviously not been on my shit of doing weddings. And I want to make sure I say this really quick up here. Weddings is not going away. I'm just going to put it on hold until 2024. Going to take the rest of December. I'm starting a new job. I think, uh, you know, I just want to focus on doing, I'm sorry, what for now. January will be a new launch. Um, I think I'm going to really change it up for for weddings next year. So thank you to everyone who's been so supportive of it so far. I, I It's definitely not going away because I love it so much. And I truly think that it is like the best outlet. You know, every time I talk to somebody, I cannot help but tell them how many weddings I've been in. It's something I'm so proud of. And I love doing the podcast. I love talking to my friends about weddings. So it's not going away, but there just will not be any new episodes until January of next year. So just wanted to give you that heads up. But thank you so much for that. And thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I love you guys so much. Thank you for everyone who was so invested in um, how it went with the Otters family. I'm so grateful that it wasn't a full podcast episode of a story. I'm sorry to disappoint, but I think in your heart of hearts, you just wanted good things for me. So um, anyways, I love you all so much. Please don't forget to submit your advice questions. Um, submit them for weddings too. I will definitely, um, be gearing them up. I'm trying to like knock out a couple episodes in December. So I'm ready for January. So, uh, please submit anything you want to hear. If there's something you're missing on the podcast, let me know, babes. This is our podcast. Okay. Uh, I love you so much. You can check it out. Link in the bio on Instagram and TikTok at Ashley Sleek, Ashley with two E's. Okay. I think that's all. All right. I love you. Okay. Bye.